Hi everyone, long time no talk. I actually have a proper episode for you this week. So this week's episode is going to be about Fortnite. I am sorry if none of you like Fortnite, but um, I really like Fortnite. I like talking about Fortnite and so do my friends. So I do have Bob and Nuru back to talk about Fortnite and all of the things that we love and dislike about the game. But before we get into the interview, I will say this interview was recorded about two, maybe three weeks ago when I thought I was going to have a Fortnite episode. And then I got two other episodes that I needed to start researching. And then, you know, life happened with work. And then I needed to launch the merch store. So this kind of got pushed back. But I believe all of the things are still relevant that we talk about are still relevant to this season since the current season for Fortnite doesn't end until I want to say the first or second week of November. So we we have plenty of time. Uh, for those of you that do not know, the Get Cute merch store is live on Teespring. Uh, the link to that will be in the show notes below. I have hoodies. I have t-shirts. I have a couple of women edition Halloween things that are uh, Among Us edition because I love that game. A couple of things that I, I drew myself. No, I didn't copy or paste. I, I just drew them because I like drawing as long um along with all of the other logo things that i have uh also if you like the podcast please feel free to keep leaving comments and reviews i have seen y'all leave your comments and reviews over the past couple weeks where i haven't been recording and it's been very very amazing and thoughtful and i could not continue doing this without the support of all of you so Without all of that lovey-dovey stuff, let's just get straight into the episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. See you soon. Are you teaching yourself a new language or framework, or maybe just being stuck inside has you bored? edX can help. edX is a centralized platform that gives you access to over 2,500 plus online courses from 140 leading institutions such as Harvard University, MIT, University of California, Berkeley, and tech powerhouses like Microsoft and IBM. I have personally enrolled in the Web Programming with Python and JavaScript course from Harvard because it's always great to refresh your skills when you're not using them in your day-to-day. The best part is that there are other people taking the class with you so you don't have to grind through the courses alone. For Get Cute listeners, edX has given you a discount to use the service and you can choose to use the discount now or later. To take advantage of edX discount, go to edX.org forward slash cute. Again, edX.org forward slash cute. Or just saying like, okay, intro, okay. <laughs> um, why don't you introduce yourselves once again for the people at home? Do we gotta give like Fortnite qualifications? What what are our are our receipts for why we're talking about this? Uh I mean our receipts could just be that we put literally hundreds of hours into Fortnite this year. Like into the, what, what is it, September? We put, we what, put we too many locked? hours in. That's all I know, and that's all I'm willing to it's admit to It's been seven myself. months. Seven months of hundreds of hours of just every single day Fortnite yeah, right. really pandemonium. But really, I was looking for, uh, you know, your name, occupation, 
what you like about Fortnite, Bobby. I know this is going to be hard for you, but if you could. I like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I enjoy about the game, but yet I keep playing it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like I said, um, just going to be really conversational. Um, This part's going into the podcast, by the way, what we're talking about right now. It's going to be really conversational, just... I know young Nuru has been writing down some ideas or whatever because he's like prepared or whatever. Oh no no no! I've, I'm currently writing down stuff so that I don't forget anything while I'm like on pause. And uh, no, it wasn't just you. It was also it was also Bob. Why I would never. Literally. Yo, I just want to tell my audience that these are like my best friends. So this is the only Classic. reason that I'm even tolerating them interrupting me because I've learned over the last four years that they don't listen if you do if you tell them to not to anyway. So this is just how our friendship is. Who, who, who don't not... listen to about what? Who we need to listen to? <laughs> I would like to point out that I didn't interrupt because I God is working on all of this. You know what I mean? Uh, I, but when I was doing the transcripts mind, for you know the mean? last episode we had, Bob was listening to me editing it, and he was like, "Wait, did I just did I just talk over you there?" And I was like, "Uh huh." And there's two hours of that. And then I two said, hours. "Nice." Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, introductions, please. We've already spent like two and a half minutes oh just doing God. nothing. Whoever wants to go first. Um, all right, I guess I'll go first. Um, Nerdine, I have been playing Fortnite uh, for quite some time. Started back in like the initial craze when uh, Ninja was out here playing with Drake and everybody, and Ninja was still cool, you know, uh, back in those days. Um, took a bit of a hiatus during uh, Season 10, uh, during the mechs and all of that, um, but, you know, quarantine hit, and everybody seemed ready to uh, play the game that has made all of us simultaneously happy and miserable at the same time. Um <laughs> So we got back into it and we've been logging like tons and tons and tons of hours uh, during this quarantine. You didn't say your occupation. So that's a quick tip about me. Um, I, oh, I you am don't have to say where. a software <laughs> developer. Um, and <laughs> and yeah, I like coding. I like coding? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> My name's Bobby and I play Fortnite. And also I'm a software engineer, but... And the more and more detailed view, you might want to say, uh, I actually used to despise the Fortnite style of gameplay. Originally, these guys tried to get me to play it, and I was just not having it. I didn't play it all until this pandemic hit, and that's like the only reason I got. Ah, may as well give it a shot, and now it's hooked me in, and it's just bringing me down to the madness. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. I guess I should. Well, y'all know me. Jocelyn, the host, you know. Uh, So I started playing Fortnite. um, Oh, gosh. I started playing the first season originally. Um, Really got into it. Started, like, binging ninja streams, honestly. So that was, like, what, late 2018, early 2019. Um, 
Yeah, and then I took a break because things were changing too much for me, and I'm an old person. I don't like change. And then, uh, as Nuru said, the pandemic hit, and our friend group needed a game that was cross-platform that everyone could play. Naturally, Nuru brought up Fortnite. Uh, we begrudgingly said yes, and now we have a lot of We apples. may have consumed certain beverages before saying yes. I Oh yeah, cause yo, it was actually Bobby that that got us back into it, right? Cause like I was playing <laughs> occasionally, and he was like, "I guess I'll give this thing a try," and he was the one that like inspired everybody. They were, we were like, "Yo, if if so he can do it, is, this is all Bobby's you know what I mean. Fault. I anything sure is possible." That, on record. that tends to happen sometimes. I can't really disagree. Some... <laughs> okay, well, hold on. No, we're gonna need to any time we start confirmed. arguing with Bobby and we say it's his fault or whatever we need to play this back because he never says that he's putting on for the podcast right now this is not authentic i mean i just got i just got i just got called fake on live television (laughs) (laughs) and she said we were friends folks uh best friends actually do you do you disagree i don't disagree but just look at this <laughs> look at how she treats me look at <laughs> play play can we uh get a replay on that uh tape i mean some, uh what is it uh the survey has determined the recording has determined that that might be a we lie. need mari in here <laughs> okay Gosh, we're already we're already going off. It's like what were you, what were we here for again? Minutes in. Uh, Fortnite is it Fortnite again? So I'm gonna start it off with yeah. what has been your favorite part of the current season? And for people that may be listening that don't know Fortnite, um, I guess we should explain what Fortnite is. Fortnite is a free to play battle royale game, and when we say battle royale, um, I don't know if any of you have read the manga or seen the movie Battle Royale, where essentially they kidnap a bunch of children and drop them into a secluded area, and they have to kill each other. Uh, yeah, that's that's what battle royale is. Except um, they don't kidnap us; we play willingly. But the goal of it is to be the last person or last team standing at the end of it. Um, And this season is currently all Marvel themed, which I love. I think y'all love. But um, if you guys could just tell me what are your favorite, your favorite things about this season? I'd like to first open up with why the example have to be so gruesome? Because that's literally what it is. That's what it's. That's what it's. You could put a more childlike innocence on it. Fortnite is, okay. a, is, is, is a fun cartoony. Yeah, right. It's a it, virtual reality. The, the characters system. get uh, beamed up by lasers when they are uh, uh, oh, shot by okay. uh, laser right. tag. Well, guns, in the manga, how, people how the die works. grisly, grisly, grisly <laughs> deaths. I highly suggest y'all read it because it is great. But. Well, manga is typically uh, very gruesome. Okay, so what was was the question again? Okay, yes, favorite things. (laughs) Favorite things about this current season. Uh, I would say the ability to troll teammates with the items you can get. (laughs) 
just out oh here make them God. dance in the middle of the field and see what happens. <laughs> uh, for... <laughs> or or uh, being boogie bombed, which is an item that uh, forces any players in this radius. Yeah, it's like five too seconds. many seconds. For, what is it? I believe five seconds. Um, and a uh, situation that can uh, happen is you will be running into a fight with a team of people, um, your teammate, uh, I guess, in an effort to potentially help. Okay, all right. Wait, 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 wait. That's shade like because maybe... As the team proceeds to kill <laughs> you. <laughs> the, 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 per, the said individual that uh, did this, we're not going to point any fingers or name any names. I'm no uh, Takashi, uh, but... Uh, Loosely based on, on true events, not an actual uh, true event. Don't quite, take it for your situation. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Aaron. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would I would probably say my favorite part of the season was the diversity of mobility items and the return of uh, consistent uh, non weird. AKA the charge shotgun, shotgun, worst shotgun in the game uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been okay. So I guess yeah, tax <laughs> aren't even in Along the game anymore; tax. just gone. Um, so I guess for this season, uh, my favorite things would be uh, the fact that I get a storm skin. Hello, very exciting. Um, they've also been slowly adding more black people skins to the game. Appreciate that epic, although a lot of them are like, you know have women in like cornrows or whatever which i mean like i get a representation but also just because they black they don't have to be in cornrows anyway um and then i guess the addition of the pump shotgun is really really nice and you know what i'm going to say that i enjoy the rifts coming back um and in fortnite um for those of you that don't know rifts are just uh breaks and like spaces of time where you can jump into them and get height so you can glide into other areas of the map um so yeah i really appreciated that friendly tip yeah. for riffs don't go in there with that teammate because per chance this may or may not have happened we don't know you could end up leaving a teammate behind because the rift disappears and it's not usually very nice so yeah friendly tip It's not, it's not received positive. I'm going to give context on this. So let's just say <laughs> that I was playing oh. a trio game with people named, I don't know, Baron and Daubert. And that sounds like a goober. They decide <laughs> that they're going to take a rift when I'm still like 100 meters yeah. away and then get rucked and tucked and are like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm over 200 meters away because you all took the rift without me because the rifts go away after a set amount of time after somebody already uses them. So perhaps I was very tilted at Baron and Daubert. Um, nothing but hooligans not these nice. days. Not nothing nice but really. hooligans. I'm pretty sure I. Ra <laughs> I'm pretty sure I rage quit. Can't that trust night anybody too. named Baron was, and Daubert. I was done. So, you know. Was over. 
I would like to say that I, I do believe uh, Fortnite <laughs> might be the modern day Monopoly in that like it's one of those games that you be playing with your friends and everybody <laughs> rages and like I'm never talking to these uh, individuals again. And then the next day you're like, oh, by that's, the way, uh, that's literally me. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. I do. I'll rage quit. Um, mainly because I can't really, I don't want to say anything that I'm actually thinking or feeling at the time because I like my friendships. So I'll just remove myself from the situation. And then, you know, by the next day, I'm like, hey, anybody want to squat up? And it happens. I just yell at the game constantly and without yeah. filter. <laughs> yeah, it's getting used to Bob's rage uh, in Fortnite um, takes patience, I must say. Um, you know, but God's working on everybody. Oh, Lord, he angry. <laughs> he angry. Um, <laughs> so, with us talking about the best things of this season, let's talk about the worst things of this season. And I'm going to go to Nuru first, just because, Bob, I know that you're probably going to go into a bit of a... Um, I won't say tangent, because your feelings are valid. Uh, a diatribe. Yes, perfect. Ah, a love that word. If you will. So, Nuru, if you want to go in and say what you dislike about this current season of Fortnite. Um, to be honest, I don't really have too many complaints. Uh, I would say I can't really put my finger on why it is. I used to love and not... Uh, mind playing uh, solo game modes uh, occasionally but for some reason I haven't really uh, I don't know if it's like the excitement factor you end up uh, like with the old games I feel like uh, the mobility items and the size of the map it was more consistent and constant action um, or maybe just I guess the average skill level of the player base might have increased and people are dying out earlier or something but uh and this is not just this season, but I want to say for the past three to four, five maybe seasons even, uh, I feel like my desire to play like solo game modes has been on the decline. Um, but I'm not entirely sure like what the specific reason is. But I feel like those are my only complaints uh, about the season. I honestly love this season. It's been pretty fun, pretty entertaining. Uh Okay. So the parts I hate about this, I could probably go on a tangent about <laughs> boogie bombs for a week or more. No, go ahead. This but is, that's this not is actually space. the this thing I, I really don't like about this season because they at least removed it from the arena mode. So like, I, if it's just in pubs, I don't really have an issue with it. If, when it happened to arenas, like getting second place because I got boogie bombed, that's when I get real mad. And that brings me to a separation of the loot pool in arenas and pubs. That's the thing that I really don't like. That's like it's really a continuation of what they've been doing. Is there certain items that, like, it makes sense being in pubs are fun items like boogie bombs and these mythic items, but they're not really good in a competitive sense. Like if some guy has the Iron Man's Unibeam that's out there right now, if it does get added into arena, 
that's just easy free wins with that hitting 90 damage through everything. So, like, that's really what I was hoping to see was an actual good separation between what's used in arena games and what's used in public games. Okay, I'm glad that you explained <laughs> arenas and pubs. Uh, oh, oh, and give me we need my our guaranteed chest back. Okay. okay, at least in competitive so, game modes. So, what they're talking about is is that um, <laughs> Fortnite decided that for this season, it would be really nice to drop chest spawn rates, and chests in the game give you items. They decide to drop drop those from what it was what seventy five percent, or was it a hundred? Guaranteed. It was guaranteed. So no, dropping it from guaranteed to 100% down to 50% yeah. chance of spawning chests. And you need chests to get guns. So if you say you're dropping a location that you know really well, like say Weeping Woods, which is like my favorite location, and you go to three different spots that you know or you knew that there would be a chest there for you and there's no fucking chest nothing nothing and there's no ground spawns of items or anything so you're just running around when there's like two teams already there with no guns and you're just waiting to get clapped up that part is really 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 annoying really fucking annoying um but uh you know what that might be the thing this that i hate the most true. in the game i'm glad that you brought that up nerdine because i can't <laughs> Yeah, I actually forgot about it. I forgot about it. Because then Bobby started going into his uh, thing about boogie bombs and the separation of loot pool. And I was like, wait a minute. There is something that bothers me about this season. It's these goddamn uh, nerf chest spawns. And then also they nerfed uh, what was potentially a good alternative to uh, chest spawns, which was uh, boat fishing. So, like, they, and, and for uh, Epic Games kind of has a history of doing this where anytime something's in the game that like makes the game not ran not super random, uh, they tend to get rid of it or like nerf it, which is like super annoying, at least in competitive. Because like when you're playing a pub match, it's kind of you can kind of like laugh about like, you know, a lot of things. But, like, if you're trying to, like, compete and, like, you know what I mean, do your best in, like, a ranked game mode, it's kind of annoying for you to drop a game, have, like, a perfectly planned strategy, and then you just, like, go and you're like, I have no guns. Meanwhile, this other person somehow managed to, like, get all the best guns in the game, and now I'm just standing here, like, oh, well. Also, with luck, you gotta, if if you're playing Fortnite, you gotta be aware that it's blue maiming where you don't actually really get to tell 100% where the bullets are going to go unless it's your very first stationary shot. After that, once your firing area spreads out, it's just random bullets going in different directions. Yep. Which, as somebody once said, I believe, uh, nobody actually comes to Fortnite for the... uh, for the shooting mechanics um it's like the wacky items the building and you know that kind of fun cartoony game aspects uh more so than um yeah you know what you actually brought up a good point i I thought of something so with the just spawn decrease and 
all of that great stuff. Do you think it's Epic's way of pushing us to go drop at POIs and for the audience POIs or points of interest? You think it's that, uh, that they set it up that way so you would have to drop, say, Doom or you'd have to drop at like Stark Industries? Because um, I just feel like that might be their way of pushing people to actually drop and contest points of interest for the items that some of the items are like op like guaranteed op like if you enter say a top five with and i think you mentioned the iron man cannon then you're more than likely as long as you don't somehow have like some fatal play you more than likely are going to win the game (laughs) (laughs) your controller dies (laughs) Um, I actually think the items, one of the good things about this season is the items are, I would say, a lot less OP than last season. Like, there definitely has its OP moments, but, like, uh, the last two seasons had, like, some really, uh, super OP, like, weapons, like... For example, like the Sky's assault rifle that used to just like if you had like great aim or like you were playing on controller, like used to just like delete people because like it you know what I mean, you get hit like three three or four times by that thing, you're like two hundred to zero. Um, and like the grappling gun that they had, um, as well <laughs> as the impulse cannon <laughs> if used correctly i should say because <laughs> uh early days with the that weapon we definitely had some um uh some issues uh, impulsing ourselves into storm um but yeah i definitely feel in terms of whether that that's a, a push to contest spots i feel though like contesting those hot spots doesn't necessarily help because uh you still need um certain items to either fight the ai that have certain guaranteed weapons because like you can't like land on an ai that has a lmg per se and like try to pickaxe them like that's that's just not gonna work like you know what i mean while you're doing that the ai is gonna be shooting at you some other dude that somehow managed to get a gun is also gonna be shooting at you um, so, I mean, I think maybe that might have been uh, the idea that they were going for. Um, and people notoriously complain that they feel like uh, Epic developers, developers don't actually <laughs> play the game with regular people. They probably just play the game with themselves when they're making their balancing decisions, but who knows. Um, so, I mean, I, I, maybe that's the idea, but I, I, I don't really feel like contesting the POI is like off spawn it's like it's definitely fun a more fun way to play but i don't know if it's a consistent thing for like uh playing i heard something in a video where the guy suggested that it may actually be an idea to spread people out where like you know that there's not going to be a ton of loot anymore in an area so you try to find one that's like less contested to have a better chance of actually getting something Interesting. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah. But that, doesn't that make the start of the game slow? Because, like, I mean, obviously that... Maybe more end game as well. ...makes mid-game potentially better, right? But I feel like people, people, people want 
like based on uh people's logic for like switching to warzone and other games like that was they wanted like a consistent yeah uh i have things to do pace throughout the entire game um whereas like if that that is the case like you still end up trying to spend your early game like running away from people which i've never felt like really works for me because i feel like um even though i know like action's gonna come at some point in time i'm always like lured into like a false sense of security and then next thing you know i I get like sniped or like triple dinked by somebody and then i'm like playing on like the back foot whereas i i definitely prefer to like have like a few fights off spawn you know i mean get the aim warmed up get like used to like having to be in fights and stuff like that um as opposed to you know uh landing in some places completely quiet and then not (laughs) seeing anybody for like 20 minutes and you die because then you just feel like you you know you you wasted but i think this also stems from like it's like the 50 percent change for the chest spawn is the fact that Epic doesn't really explain what they do in the first place, really, from update to update. And they don't explain the reasonings behind those decisions. And the the lack of explanation behind what happens just leaves people more frustrated because now everybody's just taking stabs at why they decided to make this change when nobody actually has any idea. Which is a thing, right? Like, they used to, right? Which is, like, that. that's, like, the story of, I feel like, everybody's annoyances with Epic is, like, they, there's so many things that they did, or used to, or probably in the future will do right. But for some reason, they seem to, like, not want to build on the things that people are saying that they did right. And, like, anytime some they start doing something else right, <laughs> you can always guarantee that there's something that they were already doing right that they are going to stop doing for some inexplicable reason. But, yeah. We're in it for the long <laughs> haul. Or at least so until, you mean, like, uh, another year. We, go <laughs> hey, we, got, we got a little bit. <laughs> a little. A little. Uh, <laughs> just a little tiny bit. So, Nero, something interesting. So, you said earlier that you thought that the mythics from last season were more OP than any of the hero items in this season? (laughs) I know you already said Sky's AR, Um... and I agree. If somebody had Sky's AR, like, you were... It's over. Done. Like... It, yeah even even kits even like with that like slower fire rate mm-hmm. that thing still used to like hit like a a, a truck um so i mean I, I feel like the the advantages uh the the problem last season and the season before that with some of the mythic items was the like giant power imbalance um whereas i feel like that's kind of remedied this season because there's like a lot of items that allow you to either get out of the situation or like there's um items that can kind of allow you to hit back that Mm -hmm. are more common like for example the shockwave launcher like it was literally the only item in the game that provided that kind of mobility right whereas now you have 
Yeah, like now you have you can stack impulse, uh, you know, grenades. Anybody can have them. There's potentially like tons and tons of them. Uh, <laughs> we finally learned how to use crash pads correctly because uh, those are definitely seemingly some of the most useless items in the game when they first introduced them. I used to like never pick them up. Um, but like, I feel like the loot pool is like more balanced because like even the uni beam. Um, cause we had a scenario where like somebody was trying to uni beam the team and like, it's seemingly more balanced because of the, the way the animation works out. Like as long as you have somebody who's either not the target or in a good place to get like a, a, a shot or a snipe off, like it's very easy to snipe the person, um, if they use the uni beam like rashly. Um, cause like the, with the example I was mentioning, I think somebody's trying to uni beam the rest of the team and there's like a, I want to say two or three second animation where the character is like floating in midair, um, with like the beam charging up and it's like very easy to get like a, either a, 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 a snipe on them cause they're literally standing still, um, without the ability to, to like move anywhere. Um, so like, I feel like that is kind of the thing that balances it out. Um, you have, like, the auto-lock for the Iron Man gauntlets, but the trade-off mm -hmm. for that item is, like, it doesn't really do a ton of damage. Like, if that, like, did, like, 50 damage, it would definitely be, like, super OP. You know what I mean? Um, but, like, there, there's ways and means um, to get around the mythic items, I feel like, this season. Whereas, like, if you were endgame and somebody had like uh kit's shotgun which also the other power imbalance there was like it was literally the only shotgun that was like that powerful right like there was literally no other yeah, way to like even have a shotgun that really really bad rivaled like, really, it really bad um, um yeah and fortnite has always been primarily a shotgun uh based game uh all the people that were raging on SMG <laughs> aim assist uh, don't at me, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I, I definitely feel like this season's like a lot more balanced. Like, I mean, and 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 I feel like anyone like the whole point of the mythics item is is that it's supposed to be high risk, high reward. I feel like the more OP thing about those POIs like Stark Industries specifically yeah. is like the other loot that you get from there like the actual regular items because every time you push like a team that's at Stark Industries they always have like purple and gold and that's pumps, because of the vault uh, purple and gold star energy rifles and like yeah which I mean y you know what I mean like you risk landing at a POI that like 90% of the people uh, off the battle bus are gonna land that and you win out I guess you, you know what I mean you kind of deserve yeah. Uh, a bit of a reward for your trouble, right? So, yeah, it, it seems like yeah, it, the, the yeah. general loot so. at the POIs I've never really had a problem with, and like the mythics, as you said, uh, are oops. a lot better this season in terms of like you feel like once you see it, you know, you're gonna die. The only thing that is like bad with the Unibeam right now is if they're behind their own builds. Like, you lose that two, three second period where you can snipe them because they can still. If they can, even if they're just taking a guess, it's a free shot where they can hit you for half your health with no repercussions on his end almost. I really like the fact that they've added a lot of like build destroyers in this season 
it feels like because as somebody that I now can build, I can build efficiently, I must say, after practicing for so fucking long, because before I, I didn't want to build and couldn't really build at all. Um, but I like the fact that there are so many like, what is it? Thor's hammer can destroy builds if you're like you're underneath of it. Um, grenades um, and what the Unibeam. Those are like the three big things that are doom bomb, right? Oh, and doom bomb. Yeah, I like the. Which, which can actually be oh decently OP. Apparently, if used mm -hmm. like in the right hands, I was watching some Benji Fishy gameplay, and he was definitely making it look like a viable item. On the pro <laughs> level, he's probably like using it to, I I'd assume, like, push them in a certain direction. I'd guess. Uh, Yes, yes. And and also light one by ones cuz like there's a lot more basing up in pro games where like somebody will be like let's say camped on a mountain, right? And the issue that you have is like it's hard to push them cuz they're in a solid base. You know what I mean? You can't uh get at them. So what they would do is uh they would have the mobility items geared up that his other uh squad mates, he would throw the bo the doom bomb. Uh, light all their bills on fire like as they're scrambling to like either get out of that or like rebuild cover um his teammates would like take advantage of that like uh distraction and like a uh, bit of damage that they start taking from that to you know go and like take over walls and like uh get an advantage on them so yeah whereas like in regular uh, I feel like non-pro squad matches, everybody I feel like is moving around too much sometimes mm -hmm. for that to like really be super Speaking effective. But yeah. Wow. I love how we're just segueing into all of my <laughs> questions. It's great. You're doing a really good job, Nero, with this, by the way. She's a um, professional at <laughs> Fortnite and podcast. He is a and podcasting. It's almost like, yeah. Multi-talented, trying to become a regular. Uh, oh don, uh, Lord! Um, <laughs> Donald Clover out here. It's it's weird because it's almost like somebody asked you to start a podcast with them like years ago. I wonder. I wonder who that could have. I wonder who that could have been. Anyway, sounds like so a barren thing to, to do. It's 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 on my vision board. I'm 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 sitting uh, at my desk looking at my vision board, and I see something about podcasting. It looks a little faded, but it is a dry so, erase board, so you know. About squads, I will just say that I believe that squads is my favorite way to play Fortnite. Um, and I believe I probably have the most hours in squads as of right now, just because of how often we all play together. But as someone that plays squads, what is the most irritating thing that a team member could do while you're playing squads? I plead the fifth. And if you have a story. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a trap. This is a no, trap. It is not what, a trap. What, what are we doing yeah, here yeah. again? A leading question. You know, it is a trap. <laughs> Yo, somebody, somebody, cue. Uh, okay, edit in that I'll, I'll, I'll put a note and I'll make a note to put that. Uh, here. Sounds, <laughs> you don't have um, to like say specifically, so, but just in general. I guess, like what what are some things that you believe that teammates could do? Let's rephrase it to be something positive, right? <laughs> what are some things that teammates could do for squad games to be more successful, like in your early mid to late game, and then. 
Also, I guess on the other side of the coin, what are some things that yeah. squad mates should not do, um, especially in mid to late game, that could be detrimental for the team when rotating and focusing on rotating positions and things are really important? Uh, so, I mean, based on, like, personal experience, I definitely feel like uh, the most success that we've had uh, or, like, I've, I've had playing with anybody in any team-based game mode uh, for this is just to remember that, like, the whole point of playing this and playing video games is, like, to have fun. And I definitely feel, like, anytime like, you're loose, you know what I mean, everybody's, like, joking around, staying. Uh, like, obviously, you have to, like, pay attention. But, like, every everybody's kind of, like, relaxed um, and loose. I definitely feel like things tend to go better. Um, in terms of, like, actual squad tactics, um, I think a major key is knowing your strengths and knowing how to to play around them um because the whole uh point of squad game modes in terms of winning fights at any point is like creating advantages uh or like mismatches in terms of uh 2v1 or 3v1 or 3v2 like advantageous situations for your squad um, so an important thing to bear in mind with that is either maintaining proximity uh, to your teammates or if that's not possible, that's not how you play, have, uh, which is a big reason I like this season, um, is having mobility items to close that distance uh, quickly if needed. Um, because like I said, the whole, the whole thing is about... Uh, imbalance all right uh so you know if if your squad mates fighting somebody they might be potentially uh better than like that one individual uh but if you guys are able to uh, create an imbalance by doing a 2v1 situation you'd be able to like as a team like conquer that uh potentially better player which is very satisfying i must say when somebody's over here uh building you know what i mean uh mount rushmore and you're able to just you know come in and uh get the quick dub in the squad fight uh so yeah i i think that the the, the main thing would be uh the proximity or ability to get in close proximity i got the, the real secret sauce to playing squad you can forget play. everything you've ever learned at this point you just you just gotta Leroy Jenkins every enemy you see and have faith that if you die your teammates will reboot you. Boom. Leroy that's that's the mindset. Jenkins. That's how you win every game. First of all, that's not true because sometimes best addition, best addition to Fortnite. You know what? I'm not going to use best addition to Fortnite. Point to vent out my frustrations. Um. Can you explain to the audience who may not understand the Leroy Jenkins meme, though? The Leroy Jenkins meme is it's World of Warcraft, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. And it was a group of people preparing themselves uh, to take part in a raid or boss fight in this World of Warcraft game. And as they're all taking their time trying to make the best plan possible, good old Leroy, you just hear him going, Leroy Jenkins! and runs in to the chaos on his own. (laughs) 
and you need to take that mentality right into Fortnite, and trust me, your squad mates will love you for it. No, no cap. Oh my god! Oh my god! That roughly translates into just press W forehead. Exactly. Thank you, Daquan. Yeah. Yeah, but that just or that just doesn't. I'm sorry, controller players. That just don't sound nice. Like push up forehead. Like no. Like what? Are you exercising? You're know, like, trying to get him healthy. What you doing? <laughs> that sounds. Or weird. you could say joystick pointed. Yeah, that sounds. Oh. That sounds a little crazy. <laughs> why? Why he got <laughs> his joystick <laughs> pointed? Why is he pointing at me? Is the question. I feel. Is like it a compass? It's 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 it, it's 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 an attack uh, stance. You know, how, like <laughs> castle, like crouching, arch their back. Uh, it's you know, I mean, a declaration of war. Maybe his controller broke it. Maybe that's oh, why. Oh no! <laughs> I know one of my Xbox controllers are broken. Yeah. Thanks, Luna. Um. And one of our, our best, uh, one of our friends that's, uh, like, the best at the game uh, has a controller that constantly rotates Wait, it, it, it just goes to the left every time? He leaves it unattended. Like the, <laughs> that's what she said. Have you, have you never no, uh, seen uh, Steve, like, put his controller? <laughs> have you never seen Steve put his controller down? And it, the, the, it's the <laughs> one that's used for aiming. The camera just like slowly. Yeah, and shout out to, to the left, Steve, like, every who time. is the best Fortnite player out of our entire friend group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, plays on PlayStation uh, yeah, Four. That. Most composed. Is either him or Aaron. East. He wanted to be a part of this podcast episode, but he's currently streaming, and you know, Mama is on a time deadline because this week's a little, it's a little crunched. For time um but maybe we'll should have steve back on another episode so we can talk about how he became so fucking good at the game it's really astonishing <laughs> how, how he, seen, had, he got i have literally things. seen this man <laughs> If, if only you you, you got a link you got like the one v six yes please because it's absolutely and that, like, fucking ridiculous but you know what yeah. he does it and because he's got that mentality where like you watch him stream like he really looks like he just doesn't give two shits the entire time like he's just playing <laughs> but then when you talk to him he was like no I was literally shitting bricks the entire time I was so fucking nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he plays with his controller so low, so we don't see his hands shaking. The, the... <laughs> oh, that's why his that why uh, camera plays are always like right up like in your perpetual cam. motion from being nervous. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> his nervous tendencies. Uh, yeah. His nervous tick is. I can relate with the, that. Uh, I can relate with that. The analog stick to the left. Okay, we're gonna take a pause because I don't have any more questions. Do do y'all have any more questions? Uh, um, uh, I guess like some fun, Ooh, like trivia okay. stuff, like uh, like favorite skin combos. That sounds really um, cute. We can do that. Look weapons. at you, Nuru. Uh, it's like I didn't have to plan this episode at all. Nuru comes through with the fun things. <clears throat> Oh, I, I may have gotten a little blip on my thing because I managed to hit my microphone. 
I, I don't think you're supposed to clap up your microphone. I think you're just supposed to clap near oh. your microphone. <laughs> I'm like, you're not clapping up a bitch. You're not supposed He's to like, like, your Come here, man. I'll, I'll mess you up, man. I'm tired of you not recording this. I mean, it'd it be good at canceling background noise. Like, yo, he didn't mean to clap. Uh-oh. I ain't going to register it. No. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. One might say it's too good. Too good. Alright. Okay, onward to the fun Fortnite questions as given by Newrail. Alright, so uh, first question uh, for everybody is what would you say is your current favorite skin combo as well as your all-time uh, favorite Fortnite skin? I guess I'll, I'll I'll start off. I guess so. The current favorite one would be their new, like make a hero skins, where you have like a super large amount of options where you can customize the pattern on their outfit, the two color choices, whether or not they have like a full face mask on or no face mask on, or have a belt on, belt off. They have a cape option where you can do similar customizations on the cape. And just that one skip and having so many different customization options is just insane. And I hope to do more of that. But I know that probably won't actually happen. But we'll and his see. favorite skin combos always include stealing ideas right out of my brain before I'm able to implement them. <laughs> and then I join the lobby. I'm like, yeah, I, I think there's a pretty fresh combo I got. And then I'm like, oh, man, I guess I'll go home and change. Uh, but, yeah, what about you, Joss? Um... So I would have to say that my favorite skin combo would have to be uh oh gosh, what's the name of the skin with homegirl with the pink hair and the and the buns? Ace. And the buns? Uh the astronaut? Is it Ace? Uh, no. Is it the summer haze? It's the white chick. Yeah. The one with the tank top and the shorts. I think it's summer haze. Yeah, that one's super cute. I love it. If it was a black girl, I'd love it even more. But I'm taking what I can get with Epic at the moment. Um, and then, oh gosh, my favorite skin of all time? Probably still Red Knight because I was like obsessed with it. Because it was so rare. And then they re-released it and I was so excited that I like bought it. And now it's like not even rare or legendary anymore. It's just normal. Even though it's still like marked as legendary, still a pretty pretty cool locker. skin though. You know what I mean? But it's still amazing. I love it. Um, I think Manix, my my like OG, like the skin I like the best. Manic, the one with the the red helmet and like the half face uh, mask. Okay, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The uh, legendary. What was the pro player that used to play with it? Uh, it was a guy that used to play with Tifu, right? Um, Scoped, Scoped. Yeah. I think he was a big proponent of that skin. Uh, so for me, current favorites are actually, I would say, Fishstick and Link. Or, uh, Link, sorry. Uh, the Battle Pass skin from, I want to say, what season was that? Uh, season 7, looks like. Um and my all-time favorite skin uh, is the uh, female basketball player skin. Um, I believe it's called a triple threat, if I remember the actual name of the skin correctly, something like that. Um, but yeah, what about gliders? Do you guys have uh, 
And obviously, we're automatically disqualifying uh, the umbrella from this season because that's uh, too easy of a choice. Um, and <laughs> but apart from that, what would you say are your favorite uh, gliders? Most surfing gliders yeah. are pretty solid gliders overall, unless it's like a a really good looking umbrella. I'm probably going to be using a surfing glider. I like. The one that looks like a rift, I use that one a lot. I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, sue me. I just can't do that. Um, God, they're not going to sue you because you didn't say right, any names. Yeah, it's copyright and copyright free. <laughs> and then I like the one, what was it? Two seasons ago? The little floofer that makes the noise. The oh, guff? Or whatever. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I think his yeah, name's Guff. Yeah, because I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like the pet for uh, Sky. I think it was right, Sky's character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's super cute. I love it. I only like the dark variation though. Makes sense. Makes sense. I just like the noises it makes. It makes me. Uh, I'd probably say my favorite one would be the shark glider. Um, I just wish it wasn't as no uh, noisy as it is, uh, but apart from that, it's probably one of my favorite gliders, if not the Save the World umbrella. Um, but, yep. Slight tangent, noises. Oh. That's another problem <laughs> Fortnite has, where there's so many noises that can happen, and they're just so loud, and you're just you're just like at some point you're just like shut up! I don't care that I leveled up. Just get get off the screen. Don't say there any. There's a word noises specifically. I knew it. There's something else. And its name oh, is Ollie. Not Guff. You lied to us. Can't even trust. I thought I thought there was a skin called Guff. Oh well, yeah, that that's like the actual skin. Uh, there's a skin, skin called Guff, but the, the glider is Ollie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the skin. No, girl, didn't you hear? We said glider at the beginning no, of the thing. I just heard the thing. fluffy guy. That's all I heard. <laughs> tiska, 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 Tiska. I mean, she did say we don't listen early. Oh, and you, she's been. Now, now they know who. Now they know who. Specifically. <laughs> um, it's a me. <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> man. So um. Uh, what are your favorite weapons of this season? Bitch, always gonna be motherfucking purple burst, bitch. Or gold, or gold. I don't think you'll ever get her to say her favorite weapon is not a purple burst. Yeah, this is. I, I was gonna. My next question was gonna be like <laughs> overall, but then, I mean, like as long as there's been a purple burst, she's probably gonna be like it's it's in the purple <laughs> burst. Although the old school bursts were pretty pretty trash, if I do say so myself. Yeah. It was literally like you wasted the two bullets. The chance of them hitting was so low. Um, but well, you, you were wasting three bullets before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they had first shot accuracy. So as long as you got the first one down, you'd probably hit it. Uh, what about you? Yeah. Bobby? What is your favorite weapon? These, the Stark rifle. The, if you get a purple or higher rarity of the Stark rifle, you're just going to be lasering everybody, both metaphorically and literally because it shoots a laser. Got you, got you. For me, I would have to say it is the LMG. Um, I always loved it when it was in the game before because of its ability to provide 
constant pressure and I definitely feel like my biggest issue last season was doing a ton of damage on um, players and then they were able to escape and somehow managed to apply 200 shields within a matter of two seconds. Um, the drum gun, I mean, uh, the LMG helps prevent this because it has a uh, hundred round magazine and it also sounds amazing. It goes ta 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 Alright, um, I guess the last question that I was able to think up was who is your favorite streamer as well as who would you say is your favorite competitive player? Oh, shit. Um, so my favorite streamer of Fortnite would have to be Daquan, even though he's not currently streaming right now. He is just OG Fortnite player. I've been watching him right along with Ninja since I started getting into Fortnite. Um, hands down, he was really fucking good, too. Um, he played for TSM. Don't know if he's still signed with them or not because he's going through some stuff right now. But uh, really fucking good. Really fucking funny. Um, just a really chill and hilarious dude. Uh, as far as comp players are concerned... I don't be following comp She's players. Like, they're, all, they're all they're all a so. bunch of whiny bastards anyway. <laughs> she said, I don't know that man. I've never met him in my life. I mean, they're all teenagers. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I guess Emad because he's the only one I can think of, and also hey. TSM. So there you go. Look. Uh, my favorite streamer would probably like I, I don't have a large list because I never really watched Fortnite until like most of the original streamers were kind of out of the game or going to different games themselves but i'd probably say emad would be my favorite streamer being like one of the few people that was like big by the time i started watching it and his viewing parties are usually pretty enjoyable to watch uh as for a competitive player it's probably benji fishy mainly because the kid's just insane doesn't matter what server he's on either he just runs around does wrecking people and he just he's messing around while he does it just fun fun dude to watch yep yep um and i guess i'll segue that into uh benji fishy also being my favorite competitive player in addition to the fact that uh while he still does complain because it seems like all of them do uh he seems to complain and bitch the least uh or uh, at least make uh, a lot less uh, wild accusations of aimbotting and stream sniping and all the other uh, crazy things that people love to throw out in the Fortnite competitive community. Um, in terms of my... F- having, like, actual Twitter yeah, right? <laughs> Um In terms of favorite streamers, I'd probably have to... I, I love Daquan to pieces, uh, but in an effort to, I guess, be unique, I'll go with uh, one of two other people it would have to be uh tsm hamlins who's also kind of uh stepped away from streaming a little bit or uh liquid 72 hours they're both pretty uh hilarious and um super skilled players at, at the game whenever they were playing respectively um and every time you watch their uh playing it's always uh entertaining time and also, shout out to fucking King oh, yeah. Richard, because King Richard was also the shit. Basically, what I'm saying is I just stand black Fortnite streamers. And he's, like, moved on to, like, being <laughs> good I feel like that's all I watch. Because well, right? I think he played Apex for a little while. Yeah. He 
still in the war zone currently, I think, right? Yeah. King Richard out here. Oh, and don't forget myth. TSM One myth of the most well. entertaining. Basically. <laughs> across whatever <laughs> genre or um Fortnite, Valorant, you and name And also it. Uh, he's doing rumors, rumors as the coach for the TSM Valorant team, uh, as well as cheerleader. Yes. This man wears too many too many hats. <laughs> And he wears more than just a hat. <laughs> Pokey Sim. Oh, Best outfit changes in the game. Wow. Yeah. Love. Love TSM. Yeah. I just love TSM. I feel like they're just so wholesome yep, yep, and yep. funny. Actually, I have a question. Can't believe you didn't think of this, Nero, because normally you're like all creative and shit. How dare you? What is your favorite solo drop and duo squad drop? Oh, hmm. so that is a loaded question. So I would say <laughs> across. I got nothing but loaded questions. <laughs> across <laughs> all the seasons that it's existed um, in terms of where I've landed the most. I don't know that it is necessarily my favorite. It just feels comfortable. Um, I'd have to say it's Craggy Cliffs. Um, it's been, uh, I think I landed there back when I was playing with like, uh, one of my old work buddies, uh, and he seemed to like landing there. Um, and, uh, after that, whenever I played arenas during that season and onwards, I like landing there cause it's like a nice, well spaced out layout. It has shields back when there was a hundred percent chest spawns, you know, I, I had like a pretty sweet loot path mapped out. Um, and there's always kind of been some rotational items on that side of the map to allow you to get to center map. Um, uh, the al alternative, I think I would say to that is the uh, weather station um, that is near what, well, I guess it is still labeled Caddy Corners if they haven't unlabeled it. Um, but near uh, Caddy Corners, uh, or between there and what we have uh, affectionately dubbed OG Spot, which was, uh, I think, the first spot that we ever landed at when we got a win as a squad, I want to say, maybe? I don't know. Um, but I think you're right. That yeah. That's why we called it OG It was at least spot. For, like, the one we did consistently yeah. well at. Um, and yeah. in terms of squads, uh, I would say probably either weeping woods or uh slurpy swamp are some of my favorite uh oh actually yeah retail so it would be retail uh weeping or slurpy i feel like are some of my favorite squad drops although the cabins outside stark industries have started to grow on me yeah have been hitting yeah my solo drops are not very long lived. <laughs> like I, I, I liked the rig when the rig came out, and then, luckily, after that season, the rig stayed around. It kind of got moved around a bit and shrunk very much in size. But at least it still gave me that free like launch pad at the start of every game, as long as I won that drop. Then oh well, you know, rig's gone. So now I gotta find a new drop spot. Then I picked that one spot like right next door to craggy on an island where there's a bunch of fishing spots where you used to be able to boat fish at the beginning of the season get like three items whether it's fish or guns right out of the drop just by blowing up a fishing spot 
but that got nerfed so now that drop spot's don't gone so now i'm still in the limbo trying to figure out where do i actually want to drop in solos because the only drops i really am confident in are like dropping weeping in squads since that's probably one of my preferred drops but like even that's shaky with the because I feel like Weepin has like the disparity where like you 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 have to like take over one of the houses and I don't think any of the houses have more than four or five chests and I've definitely had some uh, arena games where I landed on one of the houses and only got one chest got like a sniper out of it and I just proceeded to leave the game because I was like yo f this I'm not going through this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess I don't play solos a lot, so I really don't have different solo locations that I drop from than I do, like, squad locations, because if I'm playing squads all the time, I typically go to places that I, I know really well, so I know where the loot is, you know, before the 50% chest rate um, thing. So that's typically what I would do for solos. Uh, I haven't played solos this season, so I can't really say uh, if I have a place or not. But as far as squad places or like, even duo places I'll drop, I'll drop Misty Meadows. I'll drop Weeping Woods, definitely. Um, I'll drop Sweaty. Um, gosh, I've been dropping uh, Dirty Docks like lately. too, right? Before they uh, got rid of that. <laughs> Until Frenzy. farms got dropped on. They took Frenzy from me. They took it from me. They don't care. They murdered um, it. That's what they did. They really did murder it. But now I'm even thinking back to like season one, like places I used to love to drop. I I loved Sanabi Shores because I just felt like because it was like just the name made me think that I always got like I feel the like best. It did have there. some pretty good loot. I don't like, know. There was like that one basement it house did. that feels like specifically had some. Yo, yeah, the one yeah. on the left. That, on the I, I feel like the loot there always it, seemed it, to be like better. Maybe it was just uh, the name yo. and we were just associating. <laughs> we get like a great weapon. You're like, this is no, amazing. It, <laughs> but uh, it did feel pretty well, good. Well, wait, no, that and there was the other house. I think what that was next door that had that empty oh, okay, pool behind yeah. it. So sometimes there would be a chest in, in the, the pool, pool and then too, sometimes there would right? be a, a chest yeah. like in the pool house. So shout out to that. Um, and then also shout out to Tilted Towers, which made me terrified because I never wanted to go there ever. It was so it was anxiety inducing. You would land, you'd be in the house and you just hear <laughs> a million gunshots going on outside. And like the moment... <laughs> And you hear yeah, footsteps above you, you right, and below you. And, and like Fortnite audio used to be even worse back then. So you really had no idea whether they yeah. were actually above or below you. Because you just start heading up some stairs. Like, yo, this guy's up here. Meanwhile, he's down at the base chopping out the base, the bottom of the building. And, and you just fall to your death. Fun times, fun times. Yeah. But those, those would be, uh, it would be really funny if they brought back Tilted somehow without getting rid of Lazy Lake. I feel like they would definitely have to increase know. the number of players if they did bring back Tilted. Because, like, with the skill base the way it is now, uh, I feel like everybody would drop there and everybody would die, like, within the first... Like, it would literally be down to, like, 10 or 15 people within the first uh, circle. But, I mean, I guess then it would be a beacon, right? And then everybody would have to, like, push into Tilted um, for, like, the final thing. Yeah. I don't know. 
And you know, this that actually brings up a really good point. So perhaps I'm wrong. I don't know. But this, after all, is my podcast, my opinion. So, um, but I feel like in like season one and even the earlier seasons of Fortnite, that building was a lot more important than it is now. And here's my reasoning behind it, because I feel like y'all are looking at me like, uh-huh. girl, what? Because I feel like, well, I'm thinking that it was just, I feel like if you can aim now, if you can aim well, you don't necessarily have to be a really, I don't want to say proficient because that's not the word I'm looking for. I don't think you have to like instantly build up over your opponent in order to deal damage to them. I feel like now it's more so about breaking into their box when they make one. So I feel like it's more of like stealing walls and breaking into their boxes and getting the shots off type of thing versus who can build the highest, uh, at least in the early and mid game, because obviously late game, depending on what your skill level is, uh, the smaller circle, obviously, building becomes a little bit more important, and that's where I would think that height becomes more important. But, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but what are your thoughts on it, y'all? I mean, I, I think I, I kind think. of get what you're saying in that uh, lately it definitely does feel like there are specific build patterns that, like, if you don't use and master, um, like, you just aren't going to be able to, like, fight effectively in Fortnite. Um, Mm -hmm. I I do think, though, that the complexity of the building patterns that are, like, become so commonplace now is definitely, like, I feel like if you showed somebody in Season 3 or even probably Season 5, like, some of the high ground retakes that people actually use, like, in games as though they're nothing, they Mm -hmm. would be, like, I'm probably going to uninstall this game at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, aim will get you to a certain point. Uh, like, at the, then eventually, a certain level of building will be able to counteract any good aim you have. And that's the point where you need to start bringing your own level of, like, peace control in terms of builds in order to try and get your own shots off. It's very interesting come from somebody that used to not want to build. Well, yeah, that's because I like the gameplay forced you to build. And I would literally say, like, I'm going to stand here and I'm not going to build out of principle. But the problem is with like, and we mechanics, see how that ended up. Like bloom, it's not really like feasible. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember the like one of the first games I played with you guys. I was literally in an end game just running around with a sniper rifle in the open, not building at all. <laughs> Yeah, we we remember that. <laughs> we remember the North remembers. So okay, so I think what you're saying is, or at least what I think you're saying is that it's more so not that building isn't as important. It's more so that the building, like the basic boxes, have become a, a lot more complex, especially with editing and things. Is that what yeah. I'm hearing correctly? Yeah, like building has become the skill gap where. Like, it's a differentiator between, like, really good players and, like, casual players. But it's not something you need to be, like, a pro in. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and also, I think the other thing that makes building seem like it's not as effective is that 
everybody builds now whereas it actually it used to seem like this super foreign and insane concept when somebody did like something that's like as simple as like a, a reinforced ramp rush um like if you did that back in the day everybody be like oh man this guy's crazy this guy's like doing something <laughs> special right but like now you do like your average person that's playing the game can do a ramp rush do some 90s you know what i mean build a one by one uh so i think that neutralized what a lot of the perceived advantages at least from like when you were watching people back in the day because like back in the day you'd like be watching daquan right and he would like start you know doing a super reinforced ramp rush with his like crazy mouse that had like 25 buttons on it um and then mm-hmm. like you just like look down and the guy's just like standing there like what the hell is going on and then he just like beams him from like height <laughs> whereas like what happens now yeah right, is like that average fortnite player is going to be able to like crank some 90s probably not be that many levels below uh where like uh, the other person would be and as a result it seems like it gives you less advantages but i feel like it, it might just be because um everybody for the most part builds and can you explain to the audience what cranking <laughs> 90s is? Uh, so uh basically uh conceptually somebody uh discovered in fortnite that the fastest way to um gain height um, I am not 100% sure that it's still the uh, the absolute fastest way is to use uh, the phasing mechanics that are triggered um, by a floor and a ramp. Um, and an effective way to use that to gain height and stay protected was uh, making a 90 degree turn, building uh, two walls, a floor, and then a ramp. Um, and you phase upward through those, uh, hopefully to end up like at the top of your ramp. Uh, and you're able to get two of those before your jump fatigue kicks in. And then you have to do a non-jumping uh, 90 degree turn. Uh, to continue utilizing that like phasing trick to gain height. So yeah, they've even evolved it to a point where like there's nineties you can do where you don't actually have to jump. You just have to run at the right part of the grid where you can just run to the wall, place your ramp, and it'll just allow you to run right up the ramp that you just placed without yeah, jumping. Depending on your ping, in terms of timing. Yeah, depending on that as well. Yeah, that's some advanced shit that I don't, um, like, I know about, but I just don't do. If it happens, I'm like, oh, how did I get up here? Not like a purposely do a thing, which probably is why I am a mediocre Fortnite player. That's untrue. That's also what accelerated the, like, rate of improvement on general, like, mechanics in the game is, like, the creative playground where people used to be able to only be in an actual game to practice but then they give them like a private area where they could just practice for hours on end certain mechanics and then that just equates to so much more skill that being transferred into which the is game. hilarious because i definitely remember early days where like i would land at uh whaling woods which was like the original like place and just f- oh, farm, farm max wood and like try to practice like certain building techniques and then somebody would like run across you and then be like, what the hell is this person doing? And then just shoot out your like uh, stairway to heaven. It's fun times, fun times. 
What was the name of the place with the maze? That, that, in the was, Wailing. Of it, that was Wailing. With all the hedges. Yeah, they added was uh, that a Wailing? maze to the center of it, right? And well, actually, the maze was there for quite a while. I think the new thing was they'd added like an underground area below the maze as well, right? Like there was like a secret lab, like under there. But that was that was definitely Wailing. Cause I remember that. Yeah, Wailing. Shout out to Wailing, in risky reels and. Oh my god. Uh, what was it? There was that golf course place uh, that I used to like. Um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Lazy yeah. Links, bitch. Was that it? Yes. Oh my god. When they introduced golf cart. That was huge. I remember being like. I really liked the. Uh, what was it? Mobile. The drift boards back when they had them. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know if I played during that. Did I? I, I don't think I was playing when they they added those. I think I was watching, but I wasn't playing at that time. Remember the uh, the toilet factory? Oh, flush factory. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely had some uh, interesting uh, uh, places throughout the the ages in Fortnite. They've kept it. Uh, they really kept did. the map fresh and new. They sure did. Okay. All right, is that it? Is this all we have for Fortnite time mm, for I now? I think so. We could also play Fortnite uh, in a little bit, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, literally. I'm, I'm like, we're stopping because I want to play Fortnite. <laughs> the after party. <laughs> after party. It's the after party that y'all are unfortunately not invited to. But you can catch but, uh, um, Joss on stream, I guess, when she decides to stream uh, Fortnite again. You know, the vibes. She said, "She said, y'all podcast friends." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitch at forward slash Kiro Healing. So K E R O Healing. Um, I haven't streamed in like a month, but I can't stream this weekend. I was just about to lie and say that I would, but I won't be in town. Um, I guess I can do my outro with y'all here. I think I did that last time, so that's fine. Um, if you like this episode, or if you liked Bob, or if you like Nuru, or maybe you didn't like either of them and you just like me, uh, feel free to leave me a five-star review or comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me at thegetcutepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at thegetcutepodcast, and if you want to follow my personal Twitter, it's at so-and-so's. I think that's... I think that's for the outro do y'all have anything you want to say besides me thanking you for uh, me bullying you into <laughs> doing another podcast uh, episode I mean, with me wear a mask yes, wear a mask and uh i guess they can follow me on my instagram i occasionally post fun stuff uh l dot a w dot l um that's all i guess wait Okay, wait, hold on. I didn't know this was a I mean, yo, thing. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I got a low social I'm media footprint. Famous. I don't have anything to be followed on. <laughs> Bob, you don't want to link your Twitter? My Twitter is currently dormant. It's hiding. It's unused. Oh, my God. Also, oh, ladies, Lord. I just want to say, <laughs> both of my friends are single. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they're software engineers, so you know they got money. Um, 
Nuru is a oh. fine chocolate man. <laughs> Bob is six foot four. So, you know, if you you need a love connection, feel free to email me. I'm adding that to my list of business oh services God. that I have. Professional matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and with that said, everyone, uh, have a great week, and I will catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. Today's episode has been brought to you by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. I've been using to reread A Song of Ice and Fire by George R.R. R. Martin, and I'm so glad that I have the audiobook version to get through this time. Audible is giving GitHub listeners a free 30-day trial and free audiobook. Yes, free! Just visit audibletrial.com forward slash GitHub. Again, visit audibletrial.com forward slash get cute today for your free 30-day audible trial.